0: Hi, welcome to In Cahoots with Kelly and Savannah. I'm Kelly. And I'm Savannah. Are you interested in learning about
1: conspiracy theories, but you're way too lazy to research them yourself? So are we, but we're very
0: generous and we're here to do the work for you.
1: So sit back, buckle up, and enjoy listening to everything from JFK's assassination to Demi Lovato's twin sister who's trapped in a basement.
0: What's, go- what's, uh, what's happening?
1: Um, honestly, I have just had such a crazy time since we last recorded. Cra- Me too. Yeah. What did you do?
0: Um, I actually got married in Vegas, got divorced, fathered, mothered a child. <laughs> did <laughs> um, when you went to adoption? <laughs> <laughs> then I reunited with her tw- 20 years later. She's actually a successful actress now. Um she doesn't want to be part of my life but I actually tracked her down. We had a big Tery reunion. Um I'm actually going to be in her next movie. It's Jennifer Lopez if that wasn't clear from before. And we have a really good relationship now. Oh, okay. What about you? Um I responded to a text message.
1: Oh my god, that's like so much more exciting than my thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this is the podcast In Cahoots with Kelly and Savannah.
0: In Cahoots with Kelly and Savannah. I'm Kelly. I'm Savannah. This is Jojo. She needs attention all the time. Just lock, oh no. (laughs) Just lock her out of your closet. I could never do that. I have separation anxiety and so does she. Okay, well, y'all need to go get therapy. (laughs) Wait, she really does need some therapy. She got some issues. She's a rescue and like. She does not do well around other dogs. Oh my gosh, wait, can we post...
1: The photo of her smiling <laughs> on our Instagram so our viewers know what she
0: looks like. No, oh, that's like the worst picture of her. No, she looks like that so that a doofus. Is, that's my favorite photo. She looks so funny in that photo. She's like so cute. And then in this photo that my cousin took at Thanksgiving, she's literally smiling and her teeth are showing. It is so cute. And it's not like a grimace. Like it actually is a grimace because she did not want her picture taken. <laughs> but it is the She's camera picture. shy. She, it's camera shy she's she's really not photogenic because she's so dark that she blends into like
1: yeah every
0: background that she's on but that's
1: how i feel about my puppy
0: you mean your parents puppy
1: no she's mine
0: oh where is she is she with you right now
1: mm, yeah she's at my um my home
0: in or in orange park florida <laughs> while you're two hours away in orlando <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, honestly, like, my parents are really lonely, so I just, like, left her there for them.
0: Kelly, <laughs> oh, you are such a martyr. I know. Okay, so, this episode is brought to you by PetSmart. Okay, just kidding. Um, it's, uh, Kelly, like, you're supposed to laugh when I make <laughs> dumbass jokes like that.
1: <laughs> I laugh when they're funny.
0: Okay, Go ahead, anyways. say something funny. <laughs> I'm not quick on my feet like that. Um, This episode is about Area 51. That was the X-Files theme song.
1: Oh, okay, cool.
0: Okay, um, so last week, two weeks ago, whenever this freaking thing comes out, we talked about alien and UFO sightings. Not alien. No one's ever really seen an alien, but we have seen their space hovercrafts and um i bet people have claimed they've seen aliens well kate mckinnon has been abducted by them <laughs> well do your best kate mckinnon being abducted by an alien from snl sketch <laughs> no you can't put me on the spot like that <laughs> Well, guys, my experience was actually a lot different than that. Uh, The aliens stripped me from the bottom Winnie the Pooh style, just a shirt and no pants. They slapped my cheeks around. (laughs) Oh, that is such a
1: good, that's such a good sketch. If you don't know what we're talking about, you should go watch the SNL skit.
0: It's I don't know what called it's like called. Like probably just abduction. like alien
1: abduction, Kate McKinnon. It's just basically
0: it. like three people were abducted by aliens. Two of them had like a really awesome experience. They were like, I was embraced by a soft light and I felt loved for the first time. And then Kate McKinnon's like slouched over with like a like a butch haircut, smoking a cigarette. And she's like, That's really weird. My experience is a lot different than that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a terrible experience. Anyway. This podcast is actually just us recounting our favorite SNL sketches. So,
1: um, yeah, we should. Is there any SNL conspiracies? We should cover those.
0: I think we should actually change this, the actual podcast to just talk about our favorite SNL sketches. I think that would be really popular. I think that we would be more passionate about that than what we were talking <laughs> about right now. Sorry <laughs> <laughs> right, if that's it.
1: Okay, Tuesday spin-off anyone. series. Okay. Yeah, sketches. We're
0: big enough to have a spin-off, <laughs> Kelly. Great idea. We'll add that
1: to our podcasting network.
0: Uh, yeah. What's our podcasting network name?
1: Um Kelly's podcasting network with <laughs> Savannah.
0: On the side as an afterthought. <laughs> it's quite a mouthful. Maybe we should abbreviate it.
1: Okay. Um, Savannah, why don't you start us in uh, some history?
0: boring Pass. this is savannah's history explosions if i was a history teacher that's how i would teach history i would have a powerpoint slide and then it would be like a mushroom cloud of explosion and it'd be like motor like big like trucking music and it'd be like history's for nerds this is not that and then it would be like a really cool powerpoint um presentation about like why history is actually cool
1: um, I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. Can you repeat that?
0: <laughs> no worries, I will cut it all out in post production. Perfect. <laughs> okay. History is actually super cool, guys. Um, and this is I actually is. really do love history. Yeah, because Kelly's a nerd. I am a nerd. <sighs> yeah, but you have a fiance, and nerds don't nerds don't have fiancés. Well, he's also a nerd too, so. Yeah, but he's not like, he you guys are actually way different nerds because you're like a Harry Potter nerd and he's like a stonks nerd. <laughs> if you say the word stonks around, not actually stonks, stonks around Kelly's fiance, it's like a light, like like he doesn't look at Kelly the same way that he looks at stocks. Like I wish that someone will look at me one day the way that Gio looks at his stocks. <laughs> He loves them so much more than he loves Kelly.
1: Yeah, actually, my wedding dress is just going to be like the Dow Jones printed all over it.
0: (laughs) You guys should definitely have your last name both legally changed to
1: Jones. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, why don't we talk about what this podcast is actually
0: about? Uh, Kelly, if I knew, I would have told you by now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay this is an area 51 episode probably part one because there's like a lot to unpack here so we're gonna go like really back to the beginning like like really back to the beginning eight i'm taking but you back to biblical times 1864 <laughs> um so prospectors discover silver and lead around groom lake ooh, nevada is it Nevada or Nevada? It's Nevada. Seen... Okay. Why would you ask me that if you answered? <laughs> Just say it. And then I'm going to say you're wrong as soon as you say it.
1: I said. I it's seen... wrong.
0: Okay. Their website says Nevada, not Nevada. Okay. What so do Nevada. you say? I say Nevada. You... Okay. I guess you're right then. Yeah. Um, so then in 1889, a man named Patrick Sheehan builds a homestead and founds Groom Mine. Um, and it's extremely isolated. This is actually before Las Vegas. Las Vegas wasn't even founded until, as a city until 1905. So the ultimate liked it before it was cool. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <clears throat> Many years later in 1941, the government sends agents to scout the area for use as a training site for bomber planes during World War II. They construct an airstrip called Indian Springs Auxiliary Field No. 1, six miles from Sheehan's homestead. I'm sure he was thrilled about that development.
1: He was definitely dead by then. No, maybe not. Well, he could
0: have been like his early 20s. And then 60 years later, (laughs) it was probably like a family homestead. Like he was living there, homebound, but like his children were like still mining in the mine. Patrick Sheehan's grandkids were very upset about it. They were like pissed. And they were like, we're going to write a really bad review on Yelp about you guys. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, January 11th, 1951. The U.S. Department of Energy develops the Nevada shoot. Nevada, did I say Nevada? Mm-hmm. No, I Nevada. Didn't say Nevada. Okay, Nevada. The... okay in 1951. The U.S. Department of Energy develops the Nevada test site, about 20 miles from the Sheehan's homestead, where they begin nuclear detonation tests under Truman's presidency. So I don't know how, like, big of a mushroom cloud a nuclear detonation sets off, but, like, 20 miles from the homestead, that seems not far away enough, in my opinion. Agreed. Um, And just, like, for future reference, this is the first time I've ever heard, like, area blank, but the Nevada test site is divided into 28 different areas, and they're labeled, like, area 1, area 2, area 3, and it goes all the way up to 28. This will come into play later. I think. Mm -hmm. March 1954, President Dwight D. Eisenhower worries that America's lack of knowledge about Russia's military developments might leave America vulnerable to an attack because, you know, we hate Russia, especially in Mm -hmm. the 50s. So he recruits, (laughs) oh, yeah, like really hate. So he recruits Mm -hmm. a panel of experts to research how to thwart a Russian attack. Next year, Eisenhower sends a scouting group to fly over the Nevada desert, including CIA officer Richard Bissell who oversees the development of the U2 plane, not to be confused with the U2 band, Mm -hmm. who forcefully forcefully downloaded their album onto every Apple phone in America. Yeah, that was like truly. I can't believe they had the audacity to do that. All right. You think anyone ever listened to it? No, but like principle alone. Like that was at the point where I was like, illegally, like, converting YouTube videos to MP3s and then, like, downloading them into my iTunes oh, library. Oh, YouTube because I, MP3 converter. For sure. And, like, I, yeah. I couldn't afford to, like, pay 99 cents for every song. Then Can they, you like, believe that we used to pay money for every song? No, for sure. So, like, like that's I think insane. YouTube was, like, we're doing everyone such a big favor right now. Like, we are the most generous people in America. And then they did that, and everyone was, like, you're the literal devil. Why would you Is do it? this?
1: Isn't U2 a British band? (sighs)
0: Probably. I'm not sure. I really don't know. Either way, it was rude. Yeah, I just can't. Like, we should have been grateful and they thought we would be. And we were like, you guys are literally the worst. How dare you? I refuse
1: to listen to any U2 songs
0: just because of that. Yeah, I know Beautiful Day and that's it. And I knew that before. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Um, yeah, so I refuse to listen to it on principle alone. Anyway, this is a plane, not that band. Um, mm-hmm. So we're 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 pro YouTube plane, anti YouTube band.
1: Agreed. Yes. If you guys
0: are just wondering, like where mm-hmm. we stand on these important political issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're developing the YouTube plane along with three other planes, including. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. So let me just we're gonna just backtrack because we got a little off topic there. So Mm -hmm. Eisenhower is sending a scouting troop to fly over the the Nevada desert um, in order to see where they can develop a U-2 plane to Mm -hmm. spy on Russia. So this is including, the scouting troop, um, scouting group is including CIA officer Richard Bissell, a couple of other people, including some Lockheed engineers. So they spot the area around Groom Lake and they're seeing that it already has an airstrip um, when it was first developed and they decide this is a ideal location so uh same year the cia which you know they're involved in literally everything we ever talk about mm-hmm. cia begins using area 51 to develop the high altitude u2 reconnaissance plane mm-hmm. um other aircraft were also tested at the site including the Oxcart supersonic reconnaissance a12 craft aircraft and the f what oh god i just burped while i was talking <coughs> it sounds like i just threw up so sorry. The F-117 self-ground attack jet, which sounds like something that is from a video game and not in real life. So um, if people, if the public ever saw a YouTube plane, they were described as weather research airplanes because they didn't want mm-hmm. people to know that they were developing spy planes. Mm-hmm. Um, they were developed to fly high enough to avoid detection and anti-aircraft missiles in Russia. So that's like 70,000 feet in the air. And they also had to travel long enough distances, like 3,000 miles, without needing to refuel. And also carry 700 pounds worth of cameras that would provide clear imaging of the land below. Oh, my gosh. So that's, like, super hard to develop, I would assume. Um, this covert program directed by Eisenhower to build these planes was known as Project Aquatone. And Lockheed Martin designed and built the U2 plane in just eight months. is that wild how yeah. quickly they developed it? So in the early days, Lockheed engineer Kelly Johnson nicknamed the base Paradise Ranch, um, which like seems like not an appropriate name. Um, But this was Johnson's way of making the arid patch sound more appealing to potential staff because it was in the middle of the desert, desert, probably not the most ideal location. Um, And despite the lack of cultural attractions, nightlife or vegetation, workers embraced the moniker and began referring to themselves as ranch hands.
1: So, I listened to a podcast. I forget if it was Time Suck or if it was just a conspiracy theory podcast. But basically, they, like, labeled this, like, Area 51 base as, like, a paradise ranch. Like, they tried to make it seem so appealing to all the employees. So, people would, like, actually want to go and work there. And then they, like, misrepresented it so much that when people got there, it was just, like, you know, like, the desert. In the middle of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. So... That's actually like okay. really mean.
0: <laughs> that's like, but like, that's like on the people for like thinking that something in the middle of the desert in Nevada was gonna be like, sorry, Nevada was gonna be like paradise. Like, if you're yeah. going to Maui, you're like, yeah, paradise. But if you're going to, the well, middle I think of the desert- they
1: thought that they had like built it up really nice, like that they had built up like stuff around it to like
0: you know whatever, make it more right efficient. So, 1974, some Skylab astronauts... Astronauts? Am I having this? Okay, sorry. Some Skylab astronauts inadvertently take photographs of Area 51, and the images are viewed by the National Photographic Interpretation Center, and then they had to be removed from rolls of film and stored in a vault, because that's how secretive Area 51 is. Damn. Um, So... 1976 management of area 51 was transferred from the cia to the air force um a memo went out declaring that this needed to happen in the next couple of years
1: so cia got rid of their control of it and gave it to the air force yes interesting um
0: in 1989 a reporter interviews bob Laser. Lazar. lazar I said
1: Lazar, but I'm not sure.
0: Um, he's going to be big later. He's yeah, we'll,
1: we'll talk about him.
0: Yeah, he's basically like a whistleblower for Area 51. Big conspiracy theories theorists. And he on air exposes some like details about Area 51, which I feel like is what created the suspicion around it. Yeah. Which like it's already kind of suspicious that it's so secretive, but mm-hmm. he's like drawing attention to it. Um, He claims to be working with physicists trying to back-engineer a downed alien spacecraft at another base near Area 51, and this generates a lot of public interest in the base, and we'll go more Mm -hmm. into that interview later. But in 1994, the U.S. Air Force issues a report stating that the wreckage recovered in Roswell, New Mexico in 1947, often referred to as the Roswell incident like we talked about last episode, consisted of smashed part of the balloon sensors um, and radar reflectors from a classified government project called Project Mogul, which we knew from last episode, but it wasn't revealed until 1994.
1: So why did they wait so long to, like, reveal what it was? I
0: don't really understand that because it's, yeah. like, Area 51 has so much speculation, but they wait years and years and years to even reveal that, like, it's not, yeah you know, this crazy conspiracy. So I'm like, why let... Well, actually, there is an answer to the Area 51 waiting a long time that we'll go into. But with mm-hmm. the Roswell, maybe, I don't know. I don't know what's Maybe going. they were still
1: working on the balloon and they had to like wait until that project was over to yeah. discuss it, I guess. I don't know.
0: It's a little shady. Yeah. So, um, January 30th, 1996, U.S. President Bill Clinton signs a presidential determination exempting the Air Force's operating location near Groom Lake, Nevada. Dang it. Nevada from any federal, state, interstate, or local hazardous or solid waste laws that might require disclosure of classified information concerning that local location to unauthorized persons, basically giving them even more secrecy.
1: Yo, so all the presidents like know what's going on there.
0: Yes. Uh I'm yes. so jealous. Me too. Let's run <laughs> for office. Okay, you can be president and I'll be your first lady, but that means you have to dump Geo.
1: I would be okay with that if I could figure out what was going on in okay. the Um, All right. So in
0: 2003, George W. Bush signs a memor- memorandum to the Environmental Protection Agency. And in the memorandum, it states, I find that it is the par- it is in the paramount interest of the United States to exempt the U.S. Air Force's operating location near Groom Lake Nevada. The subject, dang it, Nevada the subject of litigation from any applicable requirement for the disclosure of unauthorized persons of classified information concerning that operating location, guaranteeing it further secrecy. Because
1: mm-hmm. now George W. Bush is in on what's going on there.
0: Well, of course he is. He's president. Every president, like, gets briefed, I'm sure. I know. On... I'm so jealous. Um, one day, Kelly, one day. <laughs> uh, so in 2005... A Freedom of Information Act request is filed by Dr. Jeffrey T. Richelson, a senior fellow at the George Washington University National Security Archive. Mm-hmm. Um, and the request is for information on the CIA's quote-unquote Lockheed U-2 plane reconnaissance program, because Area 51 at this point still isn't a confirmed name for this area, technically. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it hasn't been confirmed by the CIA or the Air Force, Um, Mm -hmm. so in 2011, (laughs) this is wild. Um, and not like anything that important, I guess, but journalist Annie Jacobson, uh, publishes a book. It's called Area 51, an uncensored history of America's top secret military base. Um, and so in this book, she interviews 19 men who worked on Area 51 and she includes previously classified government files. Um, I did not read the book because I'm not willing to pay for it, (laughs) but I did read the Amazon reviews of the book and a lot of the reviews were like you know it's a good book whatever and it's like legit except mm-hmm. she makes one baseless claim that ros that the roswell incident involves stalin like it wasn't just a weather balloon she says it's <laughs> joseph stalin sent mm-hmm. a U- a soviet drone and it was flown it was flown by a deformed child and so people thought that the deformed child was an alien but it was just a deformed child. And that was meant to like <laughs> take attention away from the fact that it was a Soviet drone and make people think that it was an alien. So anyway, she's standing <laughs> on some shaky ground in my book.
1: Interesting. Very creative mm. question mark.
0: <laughs> I agree. I don't know. Um, so in 2012, funding for the advanced aerospace threat identification program um, the Pentagon's secret UFO office ends. So the office had spent $22 million over five years collecting and analyzing what they considered considered anomalous aerospace threats. Mm-hmm. And then it was no more. 2013. So do you remember that 2005 request for confidential inf- information that that doctor yes. made? Yes, yes. So eight years later, 2013, The CIA finally publishes those declassified documents, which officially acknowledge for the first time that Area 51 is a secret U.S. military site following that request filed in 2005. Mm -hmm. The documents concern the history of the U-2 and A-12 Oxcart aerial surveillance programs that were constructed and tested at Area 51. The document claims the site's secret status was a way to keep information from the Soviets rather than to cover up alien encounter. Yeah, I see um, that. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. I don't have any questions. Um, 2013, later that year, at the 36th annual Kennedy Center Honors, U.S. President Barack Obama – I don't know why, like, it says U.S. President, and I feel the name need to say that, but I think we all know that Barack Obama was a U.S. President, so – Wait, hold the
1: phone. He was?
0: <laughs> yeah. Where was I? <laughs> just kidding <laughs> living under a rock <laughs> um barack obama becomes the first u.s president to ever use the phrase area 51 in public mm-hmm. and he says area 51 while he's honoring actress shirley McLean, who had long been vocal about her interest and belief in ufos and the extraterrestrial which is just a fun tidbit i guess <laughs> which is wild that like it hadn't formally been acknowledged until 2013
1: well, the base had been acknowledged.
0: Look, the name Area 51. Right, had right. Been, like,
1: right. Yeah.
0: Acknowledged. Yeah. So later the next year, in an appearance on ABC's Jimmy Kimmel Live, Clinton jokes that while he was president, he asked aides to investigate that th- what the government knew about UFOs in Area 51. And he says, I'm going to do my best Bill Clinton impersonation here. First, I had people go look at the records of Area 51 to make sure there was no alien down there. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Former Isn't President he Clinton in about what is yeah, there? I'm like, yeah, that I don't really. I'm not really. I mean, I know he's just joking. I don't know. Bill Bill Clinton. I don't know about. I don't know about that guy. You know, <laughs> know what I'm saying? I just don't know about him. <laughs> the vibes off. <laughs> um. So then, two years later, Hillary Clinton, who is now. In twenty in the year twenty sixteen, she's a presidential candidate. She says, if elected, she would open government files on any unexplained aerial phenomenon barring any threats to national security. Unfortunately, for some, she was not elected. And we we did miss an opportunity. We did not we did not get to see those files. Uh Dang it, Hillary. (laughs) (laughs) What could have been? Missed opportunity. I feel like you think
1: Joe would open up the government files.
0: (laughs) It genuinely took me a hot second to (laughs) realize who we're talking about. Yes,
1: he seems our our new president, Joe Biden. Yeah, he's my good friend, Joe.
0: (laughs) My good friend. (laughs) Um, he seems like the type that would be like chill enough to do that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think he would. I think if we wrote him a really nice letter and said, "Hey yeah. Joe, like, hey, Joe. do you
0: mind?" Well, <laughs> like every president, like the near, like, like recent history has kind of like joked about it and talked about it.
1: Well, I bet he was like, uh, yeah," or I bet they're always like, "Yeah, I'm going to release all the info," and then once they get briefed in on what the info is, they're, they're like, "Oh shoot, we like, cannot release yeah, this. We cannot let them know what's going on." <laughs> nope. <laughs> Oh, I want to know so bad. Okay, did you ever see that Indiana Jones? I think it was like the new remake with Shia LaBeouf. It came out like a while ago. But, I think anyway, I there's like this scene where like this woman like um she gets this thing, I guess, and it and it like tells her all the information of the world. And she's like listening to it or whatever, and her face, she literally just like dies because it's like too much information <laughs> and like everything it tells her is like insane.
0: Do you yeah. remember that? Like,
1: I remember her face, like, mm. literally melts off. And okay, that whatever. that movie was inspired by
0: Area 51.
1: <laughs> <laughs> by this podcast, speculating <laughs> about Area
0: 51. Yes. All right. Keep going. Um, so, actually, I added this in, but um, in 2019, Joe Rogan interviewed Bob Lazar on his podcast. <laughs> I went to look it up, and it was two hours long, and I said, no, thank you. So, I don't know, actually, what he said, but... It's an interesting tidbit, no? Do you listen to Joe Rogan? No. Do you? No, I've just
1: heard of him. Yeah, I, I think know. only
0: mainly men listen to him. Yes, I agree.
1: <laughs> like white uh, men.
0: right? Yeah. Republicans. <laughs> yeah, no, I do not. Um, But isn't it wild that Joe Rogan is the same guy that hosted Fear Factor?
1: I never watched Fear Factor. Oh
0: my gosh, Kelly. Are you I'm serious? Sorry.
1: Yeah, I watched like disney channel i don't know
0: you're such a loser i can't believe you didn't watch okay like when i realized because like i'd heard joe rogan like i would seen his podcast art like i was like joe rogan podcast you know white millennial men whatever i see that whatever and then one day i really like i made the connection or i saw somewhere that he was the host of fear factor and i was like that is not the same man and, and it was I, mind-blowing to me i don't then my face that. exploded and my head melted <laughs> Okay, perfect. (laughs) Okay. Um, So this is where we get to the good stuff, in my opinion. I don't know if y'all remember, two years ago, July 11th, 2019. You might have seen this pop up on your Facebook. A little event titled Storm Area 51 That Can't Stop All of Us. (laughs) The day my life changed forever. (laughs) Okay, more than a million and a half people... Clicked going on that event. Which <laughs> did you is, click going? I sure as heck did, Kelly. <laughs> did I have any intention of going? No, I did not. Did I say I was going? You bet your ass I did.
1: Oh my gosh. I was too scared to say I was going because of my job. I didn't want them to think I was actually going to go. Because oh, you were
0: working at that time? Yeah. I thought yeah. We were still in college. Okay. 2019? I graduated. Well, that's. You graduated in
1: 2019, yeah. I started no, working with I.
0: So you could have been in college.
1: I I mean I started working I
0: graduated in two thousand eighteen. In four it was actually, years. like
1: a week into my first my into
0: That's really my job. Funny. So you're like, don't want to have this one up.
1: Yeah, I'm like I
0: can't be funny anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Pretend no. I'm going to raid area fifty one. <laughs> you should have brought that up to your boss be like, Hey, are you going to the area fifty one today? <laughs> hey, I'm
1: gonna like say I'm going, but it's just like ironically, like I'm not going. <laughs>
0: I'll see you there, right? <laughs> yeah. After anyway. work. After work. Uh, <laughs> Road trip. <laughs> like, happy hour at Area 51. <laughs> okay. So, anyway. Okay. If you don't remember this, I'm sorry. Like, you should have remembered it. This is, like, I don't just remember this so vividly. Mm-hmm. So, so people were pledging to raid Area 51 in a quest to, quote, unquote, see them aliens. <laughs> <laughs> and the post asked that people run onto the site on September 20th, 2019 at 3 a.m. So back <laughs> a little background. Um, a college student, Maddie Roberts, had listened to Joe Rogan's interview with Bob Lazar, earlier that year and he created the facebook event as a joke and i don't know how it spread that quickly like maybe he just invited a bunch of friends to it and then it like went from college to college yeah but within hours thousands of people had pressed going and within days the numbers exceeded 1 million people going to this (laughs) event so the air force had to actually issue a warning for people not to go. And then literally a day later, Laura McAndrews, an Air Force spokesperson, says um, government officials are aware of the Facebook event. And she said, quote, Area 51 is an open training range for the U.S. Air Force, and we would discourage anyone from trying to come into the area where we train American armed forces. The U.S. Air Force always stands ready to protect America and its assets. Oh, no. Dem aliens. (laughs) And the CIA actually, like, went to Maddie Roberts' house. Poor Maddie. He just (laughs) wanted to be funny. (laughs) Seriously. He was like, yo, it's just a meme.
1: It's not real. Um, I remember all the memes were like, (laughs) like, oh, this is what I'm going to do with my alien, like, after the raid. (laughs) Do you... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes i
0: remember that too It was so funny. like keeping an alien as a pet because you yeah. take, take it home from the raid yes yeah. um do you remember in college before this but like like specifically to because we both went to uf so like specifically to uf there would be like a bunch of these facebook events going around that were yes. like this style of facebook event so like a, a hurricane would come and it would be like blow irma like back <laughs> <laughs> to the Caribbean.
1: I remember when it was like just push Florida like out
0: of away the way. away from the hurricane. <laughs> like Naruto style run <laughs> towards the hurricane to stop it. <laughs> I don't know why those were so funny. <laughs> and Facebook events like that were peak comedy in 2018 and 2019, apparently. I missed that. So um so Maddie was like this has gotten out of hand. But he knew people w- might show up because if a million and a half people sh- say they're showing up, you know, at least like 10 people are going to show up, you know? I actually remember, like, I remember, wasn't
1: it like it actually that day was like a hurricane in Florida? I feel like I remember that. Oh, really? Because it's like, yeah, we can't go now. Oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing keeping me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, I'd
0: be there. <laughs> so I feel on- like I remember that. <laughs> So, um, the event was scheduled for September 20th. So on August 9th, a month before, um, he, (laughs) he works together with some people from Rachel Nevada, dang it, Nevada, and they create alien stock festival, which is like burning man style, like festival celebrating aliens. And it's supposed to take place that weekend, September. So 19th instead of
1: like raiding Area Fifty One, right. he's like trying to just like distract people. Exactly,
0: he's like, okay. I don't want to be on CIA and the Air Force's bad side. Right, we're turn this yeah. Up to something a little more lighthearted. Yeah. Um, so it's announced, and they say we're aiming to establish something unique here—a meeting place for all the believers. Come out to the des- desert to dive into a world full of live music, arts, and camping under the stars. Um, but the small town of Rachel. Remember, capacity 54 people.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: It doesn't have the capacity for that many visitors. Mm-hmm. So, um, a couple of days later, officials in Lincoln County, Nevada, dang it, Nevada. I don't know how yeah, to Yeah, why it. are
1: you? You're the one who correct, like, said the <laughs> no, correct I'm way to sorry. do it.
0: I don't know. So, they vote to pre sign an emergency declaration in preparation for the influx of visitors. Oh my gosh. Finally, 10 days before the event, organizers cancel Alien Stock saying critical infrastructure needed was not provided for this festival. And instead, people are encouraged to attend an area, an official Area 51 celebration in Las Vegas. Yeah. Um, But ultimately, there were like multiple competing events Mm -hmm. like that were in place of the Raid Area 51 Facebook event. Yeah. So, again, 10 days before the event. Two Dutchmen are arrested in the Nevada National Security site near Area 51. The men tell police that they saw the no trespassing signs, but they just wanted to take a look at the facility. And they later plead guilty to trespassing and illegal parking. Oh, so this event went international. Yeah, the Dutch were like, well, we want to get in on this one. Yeah. Okay, so day of the event, September 20th, 2019, approximately 200 people. Show up outside the gates of Area 51 for the raid of the facility. Two people are arrested, according to the Lincoln County Sheriff. There's one alcohol related arrest, and a Canadian citizen is arrested for indecent exposure. Oh, no. And one woman comes close to crossing and is briefly detained and released at the scene. Wow. Yeah. So from
1: 1.5 million to 200
0: people. <laughs> yeah. And then three were literally one woman was like, Oh, I almost got in. Oh, dang it. So okay. Close. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Sorry. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Poor Maddie. Yeah. Poor Maddie. It really got out of hand for him. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Wait. Yeah. For the we end. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> um, so yeah, this is gonna be part one. Next week we'll talk about how the legend and conspiracy of Area Fifty One came to be, and whether we think it's real or not
1: yeah and we'll deep dive into Bob Lazar as well because his story is a little crazy
0: I'm very excited to learn about good old Robert
1: (laughs) 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 so thanks for listening um don't forget to like and subscribe and rate us on podcasts and follow us on Instagram and thank you guys we appreciate all your
0: support what support I haven't seen any well, you're not Was gonna see rude? me now because you're being rude. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I love my followers so much. You're everything to me. So, uh, as we like to say here, mm-hmm. trust no, no one. one. Bye. Bye.